You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show. Today, we have a very exciting guest. We have my friend, Patty Stanger, who you might know as the Millionaire Matchmaker. Hey, Patty. Hi, how you doing? How's it going? Hi, Patty. How's it going? Great. Great. Good. It's going good. I'm so excited to have you on the show because we get a lot of questions from some of our listeners and a lot of them want to know about dating questions, relationship questions, things like that. So I thought it would be awesome to have you on and we are starting remotely. So um, bear with us. But how is everything going with you? What are you up to? Well, I'm in covid hunkered down in LA, basically. <laughs> like uh, the rest of us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was, it's been stressful. We've had our, you know, our protesters and our looting and yeah. a lot of restaurants and businesses going out of business. And I've been promoting black biz. I have a new platform called black biz matters. So I've been promoting black businesses on my Twitter and my Instagram. And I welcome anybody to come on. If you want me to promote you and you've got a black business, small or large, it doesn't matter. We promote you and to get the word out, you know? Um, but most what? likely, so cool. yeah, I mean, because, you know, I, my network, when I was on Bravo, it was a very large black audience. And I was the second show, the Housewives of, of, of Atlanta that had the, one of the largest black audiences, the African-American community embraced me from the beginning. We were diverse from the beginning. My staff was diverse. I would push every year for more um, African-American mixers. And, you know, I just didn't think anything about it. And when this whole George Floyd thing happened, I was like, oh, my God, you know, I was in shock. I was like, we need to get to the streets and change things. And one of the ways I think the best way to change is to start, you know, spending money on the African-American businesses because they need your help more than anyone. Totally agree with you. That's a great way to use your platform, Patty. I love that. Yeah, thanks. Definitely uh, send a couple of my friends who have uh, small businesses your way. Uh, now, Barb, I don't know if I told you this, but the way Patty and I met, Patty, do you remember how we met? Um, we met through our publicist at Domain originally, right? Well, we, yeah, we met on the set of um, a magazine cover that we were all shooting together. Oh, right. Me, oh, right. Jillian. <laughs> right. And Robin. Oh, my God. It came yeah. Marco. Yes. Oh, my yeah, God. I yeah. That one. Yeah. Okay, I got it. <laughs> yeah. We were shooting for a cover of a magazine, and that's how we all met. I, I showed up with Jillian, who, uh, Patty, we had Jillian uh, Barbary on as a guest on Honest Staff, which was just a hoot. And, you know, she's just so damn lovely. She's and so much fun. Oh my, oh my God. God. I loved Jillian is one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. I'm so glad she's safe and healing and yes. uh, the most beautiful person inside and out, by the way, you know, 100%. she's gorgeous on the outside, but she's beautiful. And insane. and you know, we have a lot of similar energy, you know, we, like we both did, like we both dated the wrong guy and she married the wrong guy. And it's like, <laughs> we both are in the same place at the same time. I've always, I knew her from Florida. I used to date Ed Berliner who was the sportscaster on, on the Fox network when she was my Florida, you know, weather girl. So How kind funny. Of yeah. What yeah, a small world. I, I knew her down there. So it was like, when we got here, it was like, wow. And I missed that show. Don't you miss the three of them every morning? Oh, God. That, was, that was my indulgence, you know, like yeah. all the, all good things come to an end. Like she's going, she, you know, that show went away and now Cuomo's going away. I had Cuomo and coffee every morning and I'm like, Friday's his last day. And I'm, 
crying my eyes out because he he was he was my rock that got me through COVID you know yeah oh yeah all the good things come to an end it sucks really it it really does suck yeah it's speaking of uh of which uh all good things do come to an end but that show was just magic I mean for me every morning I loved watching the three of them and and that could never be replicated that no and and the best part about Jillian is she had no fear she literally went off and if she saw something she didn't like in a tablet, she'd take the tablets out because we didn't have, you know, we, didn't have <laughs> we didn't have smartphones and Apple News yeah. and all this stuff. And she just ripped someone in a like, you know, she was Wendy <laughs> she was Wendy Williams before there was Wendy Williams. And it was just like, oh my God, I would live for her sound bites. And yeah. Steve rolling his eyes, you know. Yeah. And her like really painting her fingernails, reading a magazine, her feet yeah. are up on the desk. And then, she like, like, and then the news guy, producer comes in and says, you're all fired. I'm like, no, we yeah. have news on, on CNN. We have news on NBC. We need this show. This is our girl show. Okay, yeah, I, exactly. I kind yeah, of feel yeah. like our Honest AF yeah. show is similar, whereas you're Jillian, Daniela, and I'm Dorothy, and poor Phil, we torture him like Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, Phil has patience of Joe because he just put all the tech, we, we were having technical issues before this, so I was like, this guy's really calm. Oh, uh, you, you know? have no idea. <laughs> you, know, really. you have no idea what we put... <laughs> what we put poor Phil through. I mean, the conversations that his poor ears have to hear. Um, well, all, he, well he, he's from Florida, so all Florida boys are great. So there you go. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, I, I like the I like the um, the good old boys, mid Midwestern boys like uh, Gilby. He's from Ohio. You know those good old values. Yes, the, and the problem is California doesn't have enough of them. We need Chicago to get on a plane and move here, and That's then funny. we're safe, right? And then we'll all have husbands. They exactly. Like I tell them those, those SUV guys that live in the valley, Mr. Westlake, you know, we all yeah. want that SUV guy. Yeah. I have like. a question for you, Patty. I watched you uh, avidly on Bravo because I'm a, a Bravo fanatic. And um, <laughs> did you do your show based in LA? It was based in LA, right? Yeah. It was- um, I grew up in New Jersey, New York, clearly my So accent. did I. Uh, oh, you did. Okay, cool. So I'm from yeah. Short Hills, New Jersey, but I lived in Queens till about age 11. My dad was from Brooklyn. My mom was from Jersey. And then um, I went to move to Florida. I went to college in Florida and then I came here. And so the show was shot here except for season four. Season four was the only season we shot in New York. Oh, wow. So when we shot it in New York, it was 12 episodes in seven weeks. I do not recommend this to any talent or showrunner. It was, it was insane. I don't even know how I did it. That's and great. it was one of the highest rated seasons. We would have gone back. Things got it. You know, it's expensive to shoot when you shoot for long periods of time on location. Right. And, you know, reality was still small at the time. They didn't have the money they had. We th- they all thought we were going to start because the war broke up, you know, golf, the Gulf War. And we'd go away, you know, when the writers strike and the actors strike and the producers strike were going on. And then we, you know, then we'd be done and they'd go back to script it. We had no idea the phenomena that American Idol and Dancing with the Stars and the Housewives were creating. We had no idea. Mm-hmm. You know, we were business. I did this to get my business off the ground. Jeff Lewis is my best friend from the network and Jill Zarin. And we and Jill did it because she wanted to socialize, but Jeff did it because she wanted to get his flipping business off the ground. So we oh, never wow. thought of it like, oh, I want to be famous and be J-Lo. We were more like, you know, hey, I need to make money. Yeah. The Osbournes are my family, so it kind of happened the same thing with them. They just, you know, hey, film us and see how it goes. We're just going to do us, and, you know, the rest is history. Well, uh, okay, so 
your entire, the entire Osborne family. Okay. I'm obsessed with, okay. All <laughs> of them. So I was, the, so I watched them first and the way I got on reality TV is a really funny story. I was dating someone who is the best friend and the president of E. Okay. okay. And, and she took me to dinner one day with my boyfriend, Daniel. And she said, if you can guess what next reality show we're going to do, it's kind of like the Osbournes, but not exactly. You can go on. And I did. It was Anna Nicole Smith. And I went on Anna wow. Nicole Smith with, Kel, with, with you know, uh, Kathy Griffin was on. We, we did no this together. Way. So it was kind of my entree into reality TV. You know, I had done CNN and I'd done news and stuff, but that was like it. And so I remember thinking, like, who could be bigger than the Osborne? <laughs> wow. You know, and I mean, the mom, the sister, like the whole thing was just so organic. Like, and it was like, you could, you were glued. And then of course we went on to newlyweds. Remember newlyweds? Yeah. yeah that was my I, other favorite indulgence. Yeah. We I just think- actually, we actually just had our husbands on our show, Barb and I, cause Barb's also married to a guitar player. She's and, actually uh, Ozzy's guitar player for the exactly. last 87. So that's how the Osbournes are our family. So we right. just played the newlywed game together. We actually, we called it the oldie wed game because we're all old now. <laughs> the oldie wed game. I yeah, love it's, that. Awesome. We have a new show. Right? Did you get uh, a lot right? Did you get a lot right? Or were you realized you didn't really know your husband at all? <laughs> no, I, I got a lot right. Uh, poor Barb didn't stand a chance because Zach was just, everything was sexual. Um, we found oh out. Oh my God, that's funny that he was like reading to sex. That's funny. We found out that Bar- Barb's his uh, proctologist. And, oh, um, Lord. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> I mean, crazy. yes, we're kid- he's, he's just. <laughs> Those it was games, hilarious. You know, the, the newlywed game and the dating game are like the games we used to play when I ran Great Expectations and you got in a couple or you were basically single. And those games are really enlightening because you find out what your partner really knows about you and you're uh-huh. like, you don't really know me at all. Or right? you have a one track or you have a one track mind, right? Food right, right. and sex. Food and sex. If they don't relate to food and sex and sports, they're out, you know? That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, totally. Well, um, we have um one of the things that I really wanted to talk to you about, because a lot of people have been asking us about it, uh, we have like a little segment, Dear Daniela, is a lot of people are lonely right now. And mm-hmm. I was thinking in the beginning of this, when all this started to happen during the pandemic, I was thinking either two things are going to happen. People are either going to start having a lot of babies and there's going to be a lot of divorces. Yes, correct. And it's happening. It's 52% of divorce. I did a show with TMZ. I think a month ago, and they called me up and they had the stats and they said everybody was calling from quarantine to get divorced. And I said, you watch, <laughs> this is my quote, you watch the most wonderful romantic couple fall apart. They're the ones that say they have sex every night. They can't get their hands off each other. And then Kelly Clarkson, who did that, gets divorced. I was wow. like, are you kidding me? And I love her. I was yep. so depressed. I love her um, too. And, and I loved her. And it's like, I sit there and I go, what do quarantine do? And I said, also, if you're in a confined space, like you were in New York in a scary time in a studio apartment, you don't have a right. shot. You just don't right. have a shot. You know, it will bring you either closer to that together or it will break you. There's no gray, there's no gray zone. That's really what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I, I was also like, a lot of people were asking us like, you know, I'm, I'm really lonely. My advice is people can go on, on these dating apps and just kind of flirt and get some attention that way. What's, what's mm-hmm. your advice? Okay, so here's the thing. 
Can you get into a deeper relationship dating online? Yes, you can. But you have to stay in reality, not fantasy. We don't want to get into catfish. So you would start with a couple texts back and forth. If the guy doesn't get your number or you don't offer the number and say, look, I'm just not into texting back and forth. I do this all the time. Uh, let's chop on a video chat. He's hiding something. So he's either married in a relationship or he's just using you as the amusement for the day, which a lot of men do. They're yeah. using you for the amusement for the day, filling up their time because they can't work. They're not working. They're mm -hmm. playing golf. They're walking their dogs. They're running on the beach, but they're bored. You mm -hmm. don't want to become their bored plaything, okay? You know, the puppy that they play with and throw away, the dolly on the shelf. So right. that's happening. So the way you got to do it is say, if you're not interested in on a video chat, just delete them. Now we get to the video chat stage and you video chat and you're connected. You have to decide whether or not you're going to put the mask on and have a social distance walk because there's really nowhere to go in most of this country. And if you do right. go to a restaurant, I don't advise going to a restaurant. They're too dangerous right now. We saw the kids on Chris Cuomo's show down in Florida who all went out because I'm not a fan of Governor DeSantis. I'm not going to get political here, but I, I think he's crazy. And I grew up halfway down there and I don't agree with you going out to bars and restaurants now in large groups and settings. I saw it on Santa Monica. I saw it in the Marina. Nobody's putting the tables far apart. Just mm -hmm. in Beverly Hills, they're not doing it. So I don't recommend that. So you would have to start to do things poor people do when they don't have any money, which is basically take a beach walk, you know, hike Runyon Canyon, like do things that you can do together, but talk, connect, yeah. communicate, look in the eye, take the phone and the computer, put it away. Cause you don't do that. When you take a walk, you can't walk and, and look at your phone the whole time and, and really go deep. Now you will only know if you like someone, if you meet them in person. So this distance of video chatting and that's enough for me, third date, he sent me dinner, Uber eats, fourth date, we're watching a movie together, fifth date, we're playing a game. That's only going to get so far because the senses aren't there. And chemistry is defined by dopamine and serotonin and oxytocin, which is taste, you know, taste, touch, smell, etc. And if you don't right. have that, you're just living in fantasy. So you can go deep, but you're still going to have to meet in person. And there's no way around it. Just yeah. now, if you're going to get to the part where you have sex, you're going to need to take a COVID test. And, yeah. gonna, and, the, and the antibodies test isn't really, we just found out today the antibodies is only in your body for two weeks. I took one last week. I think I had COVID the end of January, beginning of February. I was sick for three and a half weeks. All the symptoms on the list. And we found out now it's not in your system. This is a, this is a virus they've never seen. They don't know why the antibodies aren't sticking. They don't know what the vaccine is. They are lost. So you got to protect yourself. Take a COVID test. It's kind of like when AIDS was around, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I've been saying, too. I, it, it seems like an, instead of an STD test, you have to take a COVID test. <laughs> but the problem is every time you take the COVID test, you go back to the grocery store, you go back to right. a group of friends for dinner, you can right. reinfect the person. So you're going to have to make a game plan of who are we around, who are they around, and only have small circle of people because if you don't, the virus can spread because it's not 100% protected by the mask. And you got to wash your hands. You know, the, the cross-contamination with the gloves isn't working. So you got to really read the CDC guidelines. And that's where we're at. It's a yep. risk. It's yep. a risk. It is, it, but it is. It, it, it's interesting because I think a lot of people uh, nowadays, when they date, they just kind of jump right in and they have sex right away. And well, that, it, that's this gives you an opportunity to right. get to know each other a little better. 
Well, I would first take the five languages of love test, which is online. You could do it for single people and couples should do it. And there's one for children and they're starting one, I think, for pets. So what is your love language? If my love language is touch, I'm screwed because I can't feel love unless you touch right. me. And we, can't, and we can't touch right now, which, by the way, love my love language is touch. My second is gifts. So if your acts of service or your words of affirmation, you're going to feel more fulfilled by a video chat or someone sending you something in the mail, right? Mm -hmm. So the problem is, is what is your language of love? First, find that. When you start talking to that person online, see how that person responds to your love language. You know, like clearly your co-host's husband is all touch. <laughs> he is all touch. This man is 100 consumed. I'll bet you he had nothing else on that list but touch when he takes the test. And the truth of the matter is, Touch is hard because touch, you know, Dr. Drew once told me the coolest story. He said, one orgasm equals four drinks in the dopamine scale. Do you really? realize that? So one orgasm. Wow. So what that means is when you have an orgasm, it, you, it would feel like you had four drinks and you were drunk. That's why people are addicted to alcohol and drugs. And that's why they're addicted to sex. That's why they have sex on the first date. They're looking for the rush. But maybe mm -hmm. COVID is slowing us down to say, enough with the rush. Let's look for a mate for life. Right. Let's look for a different kind of animal than what we've been looking. That hasn't worked for me. I'm not married. I don't have a relationship. I'm not getting my needs met. How about we look for something deeper? Let's go deeper. And that's what COVID's going to do to you. Now, if it's not a deep person and they don't align with your moral values, et cetera, then you're going to get rid of them. Because why would you want to be with someone that hurts you? You're already going for a traumatic experience like Kobe, where you're terrified all the time. You don't mm -hmm. need more terror in your life. It's such a challenging time. And even for like, for younger folks too, for younger kids, like I, you know. Well, the, ki the kids are resilient. They're going to, look, here's the best part about this time. And we have to look at gratitude and appreciation. For every darkness, there is a light. Okay, I always tell people that. So the light mm -hmm. is you get to spend more time with your kids than you ever had before with not right. much to do. You can't work. There's school's going to be over any day now. What are we in June? What are we, what are we today? Like in a week, school's up, yeah. right? Yeah. So June 22nd, it's been... I think June 22nd is like the standard for everybody. So school's going to be over. Now you've got them for the summer. You can't send them away to summer camp. Okay, they can't do day camp or sleep away. They can't, they're not going to summer school because it's all online, right? So now you have more time with them than you ever had before. They will never forget this experience of mom and I bonded, dad and I bonded. I didn't know mom was like this. I didn't know dad was like, you really can get to know each other. You never have time for that. 100%. I agree with you. It's, and if it, you're killing you, and if your kids are killing you and driving you crazy, then it's time to have family meetings and really sit down and say, how can we make this work? Just like you do in a corporation when people in, in your staff aren't getting along we've been going out on all these walks. Like I, that's the one thing. That, <laughs> you, that, you don't need to walk. You, by the way, Daniel's so skinny. Like you can <laughs> put your finger around her. She needs to eat, <laughs> not walk. Okay, go on, go on, sorry. Well, I'm doing both. <laughs> I'm eating and I'm walking. I'm eating, okay. I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm eating. What else is there to do? And baking. <laughs> and baking, yes. Um, well, that's good, okay. 
but yeah, like like Gilby and our daughter Frankie and I were, and which by the way, Frankie was so upset. She was like, "Oh my God, I want to meet Patty. Can't you just wait till we can all we can meet her?" We'll do another one. We'll do another. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. She's like obsessed we've been ta- with you. We've been talking about doing our big lunch with Jillian, and we never got yes. it because of COVID, because COVID came. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. You have you have to um you have to meet Frankie. She just loves you. She watched well, I mean, the I show wore like her, crazy. I wore her- I wore her on my ass for years. <laughs> She'll love that. <laughs> She'll love that. But yeah, we we've, all been did. Walking, we've been walking a lot in the neighborhood and stuff. And um, a few of my girlfriends, we walk, sometimes, they come over and sometimes we all walk together. And the men are all walking. They're all jogging. They're running around with no yes. shirt. They're all yes. wait, wait, Daniela, what neighborhood are you in now? Because I'm going there. Is, wait, what neighborhood? Okay. Oh, I got to get to the valley. I always forget the good ones are in the valley. The nice ones. The nice ones are in the the valley. valley. The mean ones are on the west side. The nice ones are in the valley. Okay. Got it. (laughs) The the ones that want a relationship are in the valley. Um, I got to find me in valley guys. So valley guys pay attention. I'm single now. DM me at Patty Sanger at Instagram. Okay. I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why are you still single? Um, oh, get that could be the next question. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you noticed that too? Guys are running around. Well, okay, here. No so shirts I, on. I I live on the beach, so you know because I live across the street in the marina on the beach. It's always like that because everybody either goes to Manhattan Beach or Washington to use the beach because Santa Monica's closed by the pier because of COVID. So um, everybody's out and about. Like, like I have that problem where it's Mardi Gras on my street, Washington, where everybody's walking around with the red cups. So if you don't know this, who's listening, we are, we're open in our state. And margaritas are flowing, and they're taking their red cups, and they're walking around. And, of course, they're taking their masks off, too, because they're getting a little, you know, relaxed. And so yeah. the kids are running around and playing volleyball on the beach, and they're going to, you know, we've had some really nice weather up until this last week. Um, so we've been sunny and hot in April and in May, which was unusual and June gloom just came. So hopefully July it'll break, but, um, yeah, so that's like normal for the West side, but I never see that. I see it once in a while in Brentwood on San Vicente, but I never really see it in the Valley. So that's a new thing. I would say Uh, a big, yeah, Yeah. it's great. And I've been telling all my single friends, I'm like, girls, Get in a cute little outfit and start running <laughs> around and start okay. jogging. <laughs> so what's, what's, what, where do we go? What's the, what's the starting point if we do this? So let's get, let's get some information going. So if you're going to go <laughs> jogging, like you would do the stairs in Santa Monica, you do Runyon in Hollywood, where in the valley? Ma- the maybe Fry, you can go to Fryman. Okay, so um, and then just like any of the and any of the neighborhoods, really. But here's my question. So. There's so many cute guys jogging around right now, but are they are they married? They're living in the valley. Well, okay, are they so the truth. You go, okay, so first, reason oh, they're definitely thing. married, getting away from their wives. <laughs> well, okay, first rule of thumb is: does he have a ring on? Second rule of thumb is when he when the ring is off, is there a white line there? Right. Okay. <laughs> the white line means he took it off and he's married. Now, right. if, now, there are this subset creature that I would never, ever be married to, which will not wear a ring. Right. You know, like, like, they don't want to wear, oh, I just don't wear rings. I'm like, you don't wear rings because you want a man, woman to think you're single. Duh. So, um, you know, you got to ask. You got to ask. Get a flirt. You know, stop and chat as, uh, 
you know, curb your enthusiasm says. A little stir- <laughs> I call it flirt and chat. He calls it yeah. shop and chat. I call it flirt and chat. So flirt and chat and see, yeah. get to know. There's no, exactly. you can say, hey, if a guy stops you and says, hey, you know, let's talk and, you know, what time is it? And then he starts flirting. Um, you can ask him, hey, are you married? Are you single? Seeing anyone? And before you want to get into the other gray zone, people go, why? If I do that, I'll scare them away. If you scare them away by asking that, he's not your guy. A real man would go, of course I'm single. Talking to you. Right. Yeah. That's, so people are, people, women are afraid to ask questions. That's why they're in the shitter. They are because, because they, I think a lot of women, a lot of women don't know if they're being too forward. You know, there's still some old fashionedness to, to well, some of our thinking. I, 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 I understand the feminine energy where you want him to lead and California men just don't lead. They're not like New York men. I mean, New York men, you know, take no prisoners. You, you just go to New York and they're like, I handle the reservation. I'm picking you up at seven, put a pretty dress on, just smell good and I'll take care of the rest. California is more like, uh, you know, you plan the date, you pay for the date. My favorite is, you know, everywhere else in the country, a third date is pizza and a movie. A California man goes, let's go to therapy. <laughs> right, like, you know, like because they want to talk about their feelings, and you're like, Jesus Christ, you know, who's the man, who's the woman here? So there is that issue, but you have to realize we're in a place right now where we're making our money. Women, we're more in college than men. We have more women in college than men. There are more women in the United States than men, unfortunately. Um, and the other thing is, we're be, we're more entrepreneurial than ever before. You know, we're owning our own businesses. So if that's the case, you have a right to ask questions. You don't need him. You can desire him, but you don't need him. And if he doesn't like it, he's not your guy. A real man's going to be like, look at this woman. She's put together. She's class act. She's got everything going on for her. I want that. I don't want some, you know, you know, bodacious bimbo that I got to take care of forever who's going to drive me crazy, you know? Right. That's really what it's about now. They want a woman who's put together. I'll tell you, the other thing I've noticed, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but- Mm -hmm. You know, obviously in LA, um, and I, I don't know, I don't know if it's in the US in general, but definitely in LA, people are, you know, they're ageists here. It, oh my you, God. You know, it is, are, it's are impossible to date. I'm in my 50s. I wonder right. if I'll ever meet a man again. I said to God last night, am I ever going to have sex again? <laughs> <laughs> like, I sit there and I talk to my, my, my you know, high power, whatever you want to call it. And I'm just like, geez, no, it was because of COVID once. Look, you're going to have good days and bad days in COVID, but the ageism is off the chain. So there was this famous uh, newscaster. I can't remember his name. If you look on my uh, Twitter, you'll know who it is. He's from the UK. And he said he was asked to come on my show. And he is gross. Old man, old man, gross. Like, you know, hair down to the ankles, fat belly. Just you wouldn't look at him on the sidewalk. Okay. Yeah, but I bet he thinks he's hot. (laughs) Right. So he said, I don't, rem- I don't, you know, casting cast my show. So I don't even know if I've ever talked to him. I don't know who he is, but he's a big star in the UK. And he said, um, I was asked to go on Patty's show. And I told them I would never date anyone my age. And at that time I was 49. The audacity. So it, went, it went viral on Daily Mail yesterday. So I tweeted it out. So I said, are you effing kidding me? So you're telling me that if JLo, who's going to be 51 this summer, Right. Date you. You'd say no, Jennifer yeah. Aniston. Jennifer. I mean, the list in the yeah. Halle endless. Berry. Halle Berry. I mean, the list is. I'm like you. I go. You wish, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, like I said, you <laughs> wish. You wish. And so it went viral. What I said because it was like, are you kidding me? When do men get to decide our expiration date? 
That is my biggest pet peeve. Oh yeah, but you have good news. So I, I, I don't know if you've, if you've noticed this, but I certainly have. Whenever I travel to Europe, mm-hmm. the men there like older women. They actually prefer them. They're not like... Well, like the Italians the do. The Italians yeah. are big on that. Yeah. The French Italians do. Italians are big. French do. UK is a little weird. I went there to date for two weeks in September. <laughs> the experience... Like, first of all, you got to drink, and I don't drink. Yeah, you so have to go to a pub. <laughs> if you don't drink, you're out. Don't even think about entering the UK if to date one of the men. The men are handsome because the Vikings... You know, when they first started England, I don't know if you, you watch um, The Last Kingdom. It's like the making of England on Netflix. They no, Danielle is the, a big fan of Outlander. Me, me too, me too. But <laughs> I love the Scottish guys. The Scottish yeah. Guys. But um, so when the Vikings came over to kill all the English, they didn't have enough troops. But nonetheless, they were gorgeous, six foot, whatever, and stunning, just like you watch the show The Vikings. So they kind of merged the communities of British and Vikings, and all the men are tall and handsome. The problem is- My husband looks like the characters in the Vikings. He is a Viking come to life. Well, you must have gotten a hot one. So the teeth are, the teeth, the teeth, you need to fix the teeth and otherwise they're ready to go because the accent will get you into bed every time. But you got (laughs) to drink, you got to drink. I don't drink. So I met a lot of guys and I met this one guy I really liked and he was Irish. And, you know, they, and I went to dinner with my, one of my best friends is British, Marissa Peer, the hypnotherapist. And she says, you can't date him. He's going to cheat on you. And I said, what do you mean? All Irish cheat in England. And I was like, no, no. Oh, man. And he, and he did. He did. Well, I was there. Uh, I was like, okay, you're done. But I wasn't attached because I just met him. But it was like he was t- double timing me. And yeah, he lied. Well, at, least, lied. At, least you got, at least you got the sexy accent and everything. Yeah. And I didn't sleep with him. So that was good. I didn't have any bonding experience because I was like, you know, I was looking for, I was serious. And I like mm-hmm. Brits. I love British television. I love the yeah. Aussies. I love uh, Scottish. Richard Madden. Oh my God. Sam on Outlander. Could we oh. all have a Jamie <laughs> Frazier? God, I want a Jamie Frazier. Dear Please. God. You know that tourism in Scotland has skyrocketed. Everybody's going there looking for Sam. <laughs> did you, so did you know that Sam has a new show coming out on Stars? Do you remember the guy that played his uncle that was married to the witch that had the baby with the witch? Oh yeah. That? Yeah. Okay. So they're really good friends and he's cantankerous and non-athletic and just likes to drink at the bar. And Sam is Mr. Athlete. He's taking him on a road trip and stars is going to have it next month. I forget what it's called. I think it's called men in kilts. Oh, and no way. Bar. Oh, no. To show you what Scotland's all about and all the favorite things, because all we know is haggis, but they have really cool desserts there. They have really cool oh. desserts there. So they're showing all the favorites, like the whiskey, like they have a, uh, what does she? What does he call Claire? Uh, Sakula, uh, la- Sakula, uh, Sakula? No, he calls her. Um, no, wait, wait. It, um, it means woman in Scottish. Yeah, um, Sassenach. 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 That's yeah. the name of the whiskey. That's the name of the whiskey. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Oh my God, that's gonna be awesome. I'm totally gonna watch that. I mean, why not? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, first of all, I was watching him on Good Morning America the other day. That jaw. I could get lost in his jaw. Oh my I've god! Never He's seen so a gorgeous. More, I've never seen a more handsome jawline than his. I got Sam. You got to clone yourself. We need more of you. That's yeah, I mean, it is unreal. And then he's in a kilt, and then he's got like a, a, the long, s- scruffy hair, and 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 uh, he's got a little bit of a beard. I mean, it's like every box. No, is but, checked. but like when he, he comes <laughs> after. Well, if you haven't seen the series, I'm not going to give you. But she comes back after 20 years, and he pees his pants, and you know, like any man would have been embarrassed, and he, they just make love after that. Like it's just crazy. But I yeah. will tell you this: 
he, okay, so I produce movies for Hallmark. And one of them is called Matchmaker Mysteries. You can watch it with Danica McKellar and Victor Webster. Ooh. It's a series of mystery movies. And it's about a matchmaker who falls in love with a cop. And they solve crimes. And Sam was on my network. And he was the prince in all the prince movies. No. So oh if you go God. back and look for Sam's IMDb, you will go on Hallmark. You go to Hallmark. <laughs> And you're going to find all these movies with Sam as the prince. Because I was like, I know that guy. And it hit me. Oh, yeah. my God. This yeah, is gold. Yeah. This is yeah. gold. Oh, that's so funny. funny. Yeah, really oh funny. That, funny. Is that yeah. what you're doing now, Patty? Are you still doing um, your matchmaking? Are you well, just... I, I, I'm, well, I've always been a producer. So I don't know if you... I produced other reality shows. I'm actually producing two with Kinetic, with the Love is Blind. But I also um, am producing um, movies. And TV oh, series wow. and scripted. So I do that. Plus, I have my matchmaking club. You can still go to Millionaire's Club, 123.com, and join. Whether you're a millionaire or whether you're a dater, it doesn't matter. And we're talking about me going back on the air. Unfortunately, I was under contract with TNT Time Warner for a year and a half. We had a president change, and we were going to do this great big show. I can't really talk about it. And unfortunately, COVID kind of canceled it because they don't. it was a travel show. So we couldn't right. do it. So now yeah. I'm now I'm working with Scout, which is the people that do Queer Eye, to do another show on me. But I don't know. Rob would just asked me to do four videos. We were in Marathon the other day. So maybe there's a way to come back. To, I don't know. We're going to see. I'm probably going to be looking for a job soon to get back on the air. I haven't decided yet. But on my producing side, that's going fine. All my scripted like and all my of, movies. There's going to yeah. be a lot of divorcees that are going to need to hook up. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of new ideas. I even have an idea how to date in COVID that uh, no network has done yet. So we'll see. I'd really love to do Netflix. I'm a big fan of Netflix. Like, oh, I like, love Netflix. Like, like Netflix is my, you know, like when people say Netflix and chill, I'm like Netflix for life because mm -hmm. I'm always turning tuning to it. I'm watching Marcella right now, which is a great British show if you haven't seen it. And um, I'm a big fan of it. Love is Blind, my friend created it. Oh, that was hysterical. That was crazy, that show. My friend, my friend asked me. She was really scared. She sent me the, the promo before it went out. She's what do you think? I go, it's a hit. She's like, no, yeah. really? I go, yes, it's a hit. And a lot of people send me their shows, and I'm like, caca. Look, nobody thought Too Hot to Handle <laughs> would be such a big show. Netflix, Dating Around is a wonderful show to watch people talk and connect. I mean, Netflix is really my, my indulgence. And so I really would love to be working there. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. I got I to gotta get a job. We'll see. I love that show too. You know, I was watching last night. I, um, I'm kind of late to the party, but I was watching Fleabag. That's pretty funny. Oh, my God. It's the best. The second yeah. season is way better than the first because the priest, oh, my God. The, the, oh, I can't you wait. Can't, you can't. First of all, when she looks in the camera with that look yeah, that she gives, yeah, I just, yeah. it's just like, I like kill, I even liked Killing Eve the best this third season than the first two. So it's like she wrote that too. And she's writing James oh. Bond right now. Oh, yeah. wow. So yeah, she's amazing. She's yeah. really talented. She, you know, she's up there with like Insecure and all these shows that, you know, such great, great excellent the way they depict their people and their characters on the shows are such excellent characterizations yeah. of people because we don't see that very often i miss girls i miss girls i miss sex in the city <laughs> yeah sex, I was great. sex I, that city was one of my joking. favorites yeah that was, my, so that, was my, that was what i was raised on so yeah you know me we too. Miss these, so so if they're listening to us out there hollywood make girly shows because we need our girly shows you know, totally. We need them. But you know what I think would be awesome is if they did like, um, uh, kind of like the bachelor, but for older people, you know, they're, there's they're so going, many, well, 
Mike is trying to do that now, Fleiss, with Rob Mills, who's president of ABC. They are looking at that. The problem is, here's what you don't get. So when you're on a network, not, not, not Netflix, you have sponsors, and the demo is 18 to 49. So right. that's the sweet spot that sponsors were trained. They forget we're living longer. And as we retire, we get more, we have more money to spend. We're more, how much, raise your hand if you didn't buy enough baking kitchen shit on Amazon and COVID. Okay, well, no, no, no. Like, right. like no one's buying clothes but sweatpants and pajamas. So it's right. like, we don't right. need Gucci bags and purses right now, right? So right. people don't realize that like, you know, these seniors have nothing to do. That's their life without COVID. And so they don't basically, and they also say when you're 50, you're senior. I'm like, I'm not a senior. I'm not 70. I'm not. How fucking dare they? You start getting, you start. I don't want to get my ARP magazine. No, thank you, Missy. You know, so it's like that kind of thing. So they don't think if you go past 49, they can't sell to the advertisers. Therefore, they should have a show. Like the first two weeks of COVID when we were all terrified, I'm bored and I'm on my boat and I need a girl now. And I was like, are you higher than a kite? No. Oh my God. This is a, this is a national this is a national emergency. Okay. I'm not putting anyone in harm's way. Like, no, like I don't care. They're like, get me a bikini, a, a microbial bikini. I don't care. Get them over here. And I said, the funniest thing was I said, I will wait till each date is open. So if you, if you wanted a date, like I'm having a problem right now with one guy. He won't, he won't do the nose swab because in his state in Washington, they don't give the nose swab for free like Sean Penn set up here. So I said, okay, that's fine. You can go get a blood test. Well, I can't get in until July. I said, great. Then you'll get it in July, your date, after your blood test cleared. <laughs> so he's like, all right, I'm going to find another doctor. You know, it's like, wow. you know what I mean? Because they're like, <laughs> the boner is like, you know, they, they can't get enough jerking off, excuse my French, uh, yeah. you know, because they want to have a woman. You yeah. know, it's just like, they're driving me crazy. Or like when the Florida opened up and the, the ports opened up, but the <laughs> restaurants didn't, all my boater guys were like, but I got my yacht. I go, how big's your yacht? Can you social distance six feet <laughs> <laughs> and I asked them questions and they were like, like, like once the alcohol flies, masks are off, social distance gone. Yeah. Let's yeah. get a grip people. Even in New York, even in New York with those cafes, like with St. Mark's was going crazy in the Hamptons and Cuomo writes, if don't make me come down there like a dad, I laughed my ass off because it's going on in Washington. I said to Gavin the other day, like on my Twitter, are you nuts? Do you see what's going on? It's Mardi Gras. Right. <laughs> Right. No. So I have a question. So are you, is your business even busier now during all of this or? Yes, but I really need an app. Mm -hmm. My goal now, my, my new year's resolution, my COVID new year's is to like find the right company to make the app so I can, I can help the middle guy. So I'm not looking for Mr. Poor Slacker. He's on Bumble. He's on Tinder. He's on all these sites. We don't need him. I got five jobs. I got no job. I, I ride a scooter to work. I live with three roommates. I have a dog. No, thanks. Not looking for him. And I'm 50 and I'm Kate Beckinsale's in sales dating him. We, we know these guys because they are uh, LA guys. So if you don't live in LA and you're listening to this podcast, it is not a place to come. Do not date here. So no, like, no. They, they look really pretty. They look really pretty. You're like, oh my God, he's gorgeous. And then you find out he has two nickels to his name and he's 55. Okay. So um, I don't want that guy. I, the millionaire is taken. I do it. Millionaire Match does it. Some people do it. We need that, the sweet spot, Mr. West, like the one you described in the Valley, all over the country. These guys are make like 250 a year, live in a nice home, you know, have a good job and want to get married, whether they're divorced 
or they've never been married. We need that sweet spot. And that's the app I'm going, the professional who went to college. I want to do a professional's app. And it's not the league where they have the ugliest people I have ever seen in my life. Not to mention <laughs> the fact none of them went to college. It's a joke. Um, and they're not screened. And they don't, and there is no face of the app. Like nobody has a, an expert like me. Nobody um, is teaching you how to fix your profile, change your picture. You know, if you're bald, right. throw the hat away. I don't want to see your hat if you're bald. Every picture you have yeah. a baseball cap, but no, thank you. If, stop, take the freaking sunglasses off. I need to see your eyes. Okay. Who you dress like a mugshot and that's your best effort to get a girl. You know, and then the girls who get too sexy, mexy with the photo yeah. retouching, you're not, you're not Kylie Jenner. Hello, have a, have, you know, we want to see the real you. So I want to be able to make an app where I teach people how to date and there's a face and we have webinars and they can ask me questions. I think that's such that's a, a great problem. idea. Yeah, that's my dream. That's my dream. I haven't just met the right people. I don't know the tech people. I don't know the hedge fund people. So I'm like, I put it out there and you know, I'm a, so I'm a metaphysical principle business person. So the way I work is I put it out there. I say what I need to say. I pray to my whoever. I have a list that I do every night and I basically let the universe bring it to me. That's how I work, you know, and yeah. a lot of people, and, and I'm not saying that I don't take action. I'm not love attraction where I just live in fantasy, but I do, you know, I do put it out there with a statement. And then when the right time comes, it comes. That's what happened with my reality show. I was under contract with ABC. I did a bunch of other stuff and nothing ever worked out. And finally, I just threw my hands in the air and said, Hollywood is too up and down for me. I'm too consistent. I can't handle it. Let it go. And then Bravo came. So the universe knew that I wanted it. I just stopped like, you know, dwelling on that I didn't have it and getting depressed that I didn't have what I want. Like, in other words, I, I moved on to something else, which is what I do. I always have right. multiple projects. My, my hobby is cooking. My dream is one day of a cooking show, to be honest with you. And so I cook in, in quarantine and perfect my craft. My parents owned a restaurant and it's my, it's my thing. You know, my, now my dream is to own a, to make an herb garden. Ooh, I, I can't decide if I want to do inside too. or out. So I, so I don't have to go buy herbs. So I want my thyme and my parsley and my cilantro and all that stuff. And so, um, you know, I find projects and that's what you do. So if you're getting resistance of making something happen, no matter how it happens. Jessica Alba is a good story on The Honest Company. She went through this up and down for years. And she's like, okay, well, at least I have acting. And she would go to depressed every night. And finally, the right financier came in. And she's just like, I don't think it's going to happen. It was a lot of up and down, paperwork contracts. And her husband kept saying, no, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And finally, she said, I don't believe it. She let it go. And then it came. There's a yeah. good story on that. So, so you, you still have to have, hold your vision. You just can't keep pushing against the tide. And know? I think you just, you're right. And you have to be open, you know, it's, you just have to be open to all, to different possibilities and to thinking outside of the box. Yeah. I mean, and love is the same way. You know, yeah. I say to people, so in my book, Become Your Own Matchmaker, you can get it on Amazon. It's also broken up into four chapters if you want that too. So basically the girls that want to get married, you know, they get to this point. And the guy takes you for granted. And they're going to take you for granted in COVID. You know, they're going to be like, well, we're in COVID. Can't even buy a ring if I want to. You know, they're going to do all that shit. So I said, <laughs> your worth is, you know, your net worth is determined by you, not him. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you get that? Mm -hmm. So I say to people, why are you letting him to determine what you want? If he doesn't want what you want at the same time, bye. But I don't have anyone else. And I don't know if I'll ever get anyone else. Is that, is that the, is that the bar? 
he's the bar. Are you happy now? No, and they're not. And there's a chapter in my book, which I teach you how to get the rig, which never fails. I get a million calls a day, DMs, you know, Facebooks. Everyone's telling me it worked, it worked. I went to Netflix for a scripted meeting and Amazon in the same day. This is the craziest story that ever happened to me. Three girls, the head of each department, were standing there with my book. And they all had gotten engaged at Amazon and at Netflix in the same day. I had never seen that before in my life. And they were like, well, you signed the book. And wow. they showed me the rings. So it, it works like a charm. It's a, it's a definite work. But I say, you must determine your self-worth. And if you don't, he will take advantage of you. He's a dog. He doesn't know when to stop eating. <laughs> you know? Right. So yeah. there's... That's so true. I mean, I, I, I really feel like a lot of women feel that way though. A lot of women feel like, well, I'm not going to do any better. And you know, confidence is such a huge issue. So then, so then I have, so then my best friend is Marissa Peer, who's the hypnotherapist, Princess Diana's, um, she's from the UK. She moved to Venice recently. So she is Princess Diana's therapist, Amy Winehouse, all the A-listers, you know, and she told me stories why Amy died and Princess Diana. She she got him, her dotie and she had no confidence. You know, Charles had ruined her. And I said, what did you do? And she goes, I hypnotized her. But I also taught her um, how to look at herself outside of herself. Like, in other words, look at her as though that person was her child. What would she tell her child? Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you had a child, you'd want to protect it and take it. And you'd be like, you're not dating this jerk, right? Because you would see the writing on the wall. So I said, don't you think we need something stronger than that? I'm sick of that kind of technique. So I went and studied subliminals and isochronics and biochronics. Now that is suggestion in our subconscious, which has been studied scientifically. It works. So it's not affirmations. It's not hypnosis. It's not meditation. It's going a deeper layer to theta where we make our decisions. And usually something happens to us in our childhood that determines our love trajectory of how we're gonna see men and women who Mm -hmm. we fall in love with, gay or straight, doesn't matter, pink polka dot fluid. And so I created attractingasoulmate.com, which is a a website with Joe Vitelli, the star of The Secret, Steve Jones, who was also like Marissa's competition in hypnotherapy, and also subliminals, isochronics, biochronics, where the suggestions are going to come in. You don't, you're going to listen to music. You're not going to hear the words. My voice is on there, but you won't hear it. You can clean your house, drive your car, and fall asleep. There's a meditation and there's hypnosis to change that. There is confidence boosters in there so that you have the strength to leave and get a better offer, just mm-hmm. like you would do in business. Mm-hmm. But the attachment needs to be detached. When I go through bouts and periods of loneliness, and why am I single? And, you know, I know why I did what I did. So I'll give you an example. I'll use me as an example. So when uh, my dad was, a, was made money, but lost money, he was terrible. He was an alcoholic. He'd go up and down, up and down. And our house was always a roller coaster. He had the nicest things. Then it'd be taken away, you know, evictions, cars being repossessed. It was a nightmare. And I looked at my mom and dad one day and I said, my mom's whole thing was wealth. She dated a man who she thought was wealthy. My dad believed that if you didn't have money, you didn't have anything. And I was, I was like, this is not my mantra. Okay, I'm going to be financially independent. I'm not going to wait for the cash to be given every week as it dwindles to go to the grocery store or buy my clothes or whatever I want to buy. And I'm going to be financially independent. But when I was 11, he pointed to me in a drunken rage and said he had lost one of his businesses and you made me lose my business. I was 11. So Marissa hypnotizes me. And she takes me to four different places in my life to see where love blocks are. And that was one of them. And 
all the boys that I had accepted in my life were men who were hot, good looking, and didn't have any money. And I went, what the F? So I said, how the hell did I do this? She goes, well, you had to make a decision at some point. So I must have felt bad. He said it to me. And I decided I was going to help all the poor men in the universe. Wow. Get that? So then I shifted. I kicked the last one out, the one you saw on the TV show, David. We're done. And I said, and now only men, I haven't met the one that I want to be with, but you know, I've dated here and there. Only men have shown up, have had money. It's kind of weird. So this was a, I had used my, my subliminals to reboot my system. So I already found out why from hip, hypnosis gives you the why. She does put suggestions in there, but it was the subliminals that shifted my consciousness because I didn't think about it. You know, I wasn't worried about so it. So interesting. You know, you, 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 so when you have worry, you can't attract what you want. It's resistance. So I needed mm-hmm. a room with a worry. So she put some, she put suggestions in, but the shift happened when I started to use the subliminals. So, you know, I, I was a big fan of Kelly Howell. Kelly Howell has lots of subliminals on iTunes. They're, ex, they're excellent. And one of them's a love subliminal. And whenever I would listen to it, men would start, I'd be more magnetic. There's a, there's one that's magnetic on my um, website that you could go to the grocery store, fall out of bed, never take a shower. Your hair's a mess and the men will come to you. It's crazy. People have called me and said, what the hell is this? I go, it's subliminals. It's changing what you believe. It's that movie with Rebel Wilson. Was that Amy? It was that Amy Schumer or Rebel Wilson. Oh, yes. 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 Okay. What, what movie is that? Is that Amy Schumer? Uh, um, I think I'm trying to remember it. Yeah. She thinks she's pretty. She thinks she's pretty or something. She gets yeah, hit on the head. Yeah. I can't yeah, remember she, which one. She thinks she's right. pretty. It's all about, yeah, her uh, confidence. And she doesn't know that she's not, right? That's right. basically what subliminals do to you. Yeah. They so don't, you, you, you don't look at the negative. You're not believing. If they said to you, you're ugly, and she believes she was beautiful, she's like, get the hell away. You're a moron. You see what I mean? The confidence right. is so extreme. So when you see an ugly girl, really unattractive woman with the most beautifulest man. Okay. I will bet you he's insecure and she's secure. Mm-hmm. And that's how she got him. Mm-hmm. He's drawn to her confidence. Right. Okay. That right. she doesn't take any prisoners and she doesn't care what he thinks. I see I, this all the time. Yeah. I would imagine it's so hard because with, with women that are successful, like yourself, that are so mm-hmm. outspoken, that are so strong, it, mm-hmm. it, it is, it takes us, it, it takes a certain guy that can, that can be strong enough to, to, to handle well, you. Well, you know, I don't want to hear this. My astrologer said this to me yesterday and I also am an astrologer, but she, he said to me, my teacher said, Patty, you're just, you know, you're intimidating. You're too, blah, blah. And I said, no, that's not the truth because I'll tell you who's attracted to intimidating. The guy who's the slacker, who's poor. You mm-hmm. see what I mean? The magnet is the polar opposite. So, but I don't believe that because on the East Coast, it's a different energy. Men like successful women on the East Coast. They want the power couple. They mm-hmm. call me up. They go, did she go to college? What's her family like? You know, she have an MBA? She has some other degree? Would she create her own business? What's her story? I don't want just some girl. That's an East Coaster. A West Coaster mm-hmm. is like what she look like and how old is she? Mm-hmm. That's all they care about. Or this, and they're, they're shallow house. Right. <laughs> so, so you, so the Midwest is the sweet spot because a Midwester will say, yeah. she's beautiful. She's smart. She went to a good college. She's 10 pounds overweight, but I love her, mm-hmm. you know, cause they need that fat for the winter. <laughs> so, you know, right. Right. You get a beautiful face, 
you know. Do so you ever that, do you ever go into your your pool of men and see someone that you think would be perfect for no, you? I no. haven't lately. Um, I get kind of a subsect type of guy and he usually a I haven't met we haven't gotten a lot of older guys in their 60s. Every now and then we get one from Florida. We just opened in Silicon Valley. So we're hoping, but that was right before COVID. So we, we had to shut it down. So we just opened in Silicon Valley, hoping to get the men to come down to LA because there's only men, there's no women. And the LA women need those tech guys. They can redo their dress. You know, it's a, a trip to Bloomingdale's goes a long way. You know what I'm mean? right. You know what I'm saying? John Barbados, here we come. I'll sign them up with credit cards. But what I'm saying is like, we needed to find men for the women down here in Arch County and San Diego and LA. And I think that's right. SF. Okay, so then, and there's also the banking industry there too. Then I, I haven't seen anyone. There was one time a guy came in, I was very young, just probably 39, 40, just started the business. And he said, if you um, lost 10 pounds, and I was skinny, you know, I was way skinny. I'm, I'm like a size four, but I was a size two then. So I wasn't quite a zero because I have 34 natural D tits. Yeah, you do. That's right. So I was in like, and I've had two breast reductions and they keep growing back. So God is a man. (laughs) God is a man. He's not (laughs) going to be flat chested. So he said to me, if you lost 10 pounds, now mind you, I'm a size two. I was like skinny as shit. I just got off the boat from Florida. I'm a size two. You know, we we could date. And I didn't take him as a client. Oh my God. That's how shallow he, I said, so I called my mom cried. And she says, well, I can't even imagine. I cannot imagine. He's still not married. He's texted me a couple times, by the way. Um, and he, he's still not married because he's yeah, I, I, and she yeah. And he's my mom's and he's very good looking, very good looking. We're talking Richard Gere, good looking when he was young. And my mom Ugh. said he, um, you know, welcome to L.A. because that's where that's where the narcissist lives. Yeah. So it that, was like you know, and I and I, my mom didn't want me to move to California because she was worried like I wouldn't meet someone and it would be terrible here. She wanted me to move back to New York, and I was like, I ha- I, I can't stand the cold. But I think now if I met the guy of my dreams and he lived in New York, I'd move. Like now I'm ready for it. Before I was like, no, I want LA. No, no, no. You know? Do you care about age with men or do you you not care? Do you want them to be a certain age? Oh, no, no. I've dated younger. David was eight years younger than me. My youngest was 10 years younger. My oldest was 10 years older. So no, I'm Mm. okay with anything. Yeah, no. I have a lot of friends that want to date young. Uh, a lot of my girlfriends, it's it's kind of like a weird thing that well, how I'm young? noticing. To me, like, what age are they? What age are well, they? Okay, so a lot. Some of my girlfriends are in their late forties, early fifties, or just turned fifty, newly, yeah. well, newly single. They uh, yeah, okay. they've gotten yeah. divorced, and now they're like, well, fuck it. I just want a young hot guy. I don't care. I'm I'm financially set. I'm okay. I'll just go for a younger hot guy. I don't want. A, an older guy telling me what to do or Daniela, give me okay, I told so, you that in so confidence. The older, <laughs> <laughs> the, older guy, the old that's funny. The older guy probably dominated them and had the money, right? Is that probably yes, what happened? hundred percent. Right, so now okay. So they've never been sexy mexy twenty five with money. Do you understand? In their mind right. they're young. And they look good. So they look yeah. good, they have money, they're like, I need to clean out my pipe. So in their, yeah. uh, and they're like, I just want someone for fun who's romantic that brings me flowers and takes, you know, and we go on vacations all the time. That's great, yeah. but it's going to only last for so long. So let them get it out of their system. They'll be calling yeah. you back and say, I need someone my own age. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Because I get, you know, I, I'm always like, you know, come on, 
<laughs> what are you going to do with him? I mean, how is that going to, how is that going to feel? You're, but you're, you're a smart woman. You think about the practical marriage side of life. You've been married forever. So you don't think yeah. of it like, Hey, you're just going to get hurt. He's right. going to move on to someone else who's hotter and younger and have a baby with them. Like mm-hmm. you're thinking right. that. So you're worried yeah. about protecting them where they're yeah. just like, I have, I have been in hell. I am exhausted. This man is driving me crazy, my ex-husband, and I need fun and fun and fun. Right. For. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. But they, we all go through phases. What you want today may not be what you want next year. In 2021 or two, when this thing is over, we're going to change our gears because how much time have you had with your thoughts alone like this? Honestly. You've had a lot of time to think about who you are and what you want out of life, no matter no matter if you're married or single. So in my past relationships, this is a good one. You just gave me a good one. I just thought of it. In the past relationships, men who didn't have money, which I don't recommend if you're really wealthy and he's really poor, to go together. There's a reason. It's got nothing to do with him using your money or you signing a prenup. And he could be making you coffee and doting on you. One day he will turn and become the beast because he'll resent you. Okay, mm-hmm. you get that? Mm-hmm. Unless he's got a role. He could be a house husband, but he has to be fulfilled by that. You see that? He can't mm-hmm. be a struggling artist and you're taking care of him and then he gets mad that you're successful and he's not. So in my past relationships, they were all jealous of me. They loved me in the beginning because I had money and took care of us and paid the bills, but then eventually they turned on me. So what was interesting about this, this man was very successful, very prominent. Plane. He said, here, honey, you fly the plane. Let's do it together. He was sharing. Mm-hmm. He was sharing. He wasn't, mm-hmm. he wasn't putting equal. me down. You were equal. That's it. It was, it's the typical, it's the power couple relationship, which is what I've always dreamed about having. I, my dream was always to have a power couple, be with someone as powerful as me and we could co-create together. That's my fantasy. Yeah, you know? that, yeah, but that, that's, that's the truth is that eventually they do get jealous and they do start resenting. Yeah. And they yep. start selling stuff. They start selling st- stories to the tabloids. Mm-hmm. You know, they start making up lies. They rob you blind. Yeah. Um, and, and the thing is, you're like, wait, where did this come from? Because he's holding inside what he's really feeling. You do know, you th- do you think most looking for their mommy or what do you think most men are looking for? Well, in women, you know, they used to say, you know, Martha Stewart in the kitchen, you know, uh, Madonna in the bedroom and uh, uh, Mary Poppins in the nursery. That's the <laughs> ideal woman. Okay. You know, I get fucked. Mm-hmm. I get fed. Someone takes care right. of my kids. Right. So that's great. But times have changed. There is different. It, it's not a one size fits all. You can't say all men are like this. All women are like that. All gay men are like this. All gay women are like that. It doesn't work anymore because everybody's like a snowflake and everybody has a trajectory of their childhood, which determined where they are today and their past relationships. So there are men who want mommy, of course, but sometimes in Elvis's situation, when, you know, she had the child Priscilla, he looked at her like a mother and didn't want to sleep with her anymore. Right. So there are yeah. situations where it doesn't always work to your benefit to be a mommy. You know, you, Kelly, if I was talking to Kelly and I said, you were doing all this, you shouldn't. You need help. You're yeah. paying the bills. You're doing the show. You're on The Voice. You're on, uh, what's the other one? Um, her talk show, which is fantastic, by the way. You're singing. Mm-hmm. You're recording. I go, you got four kids, two older ones and two little ones. You're exhausted. It's okay to get a housekeeper. 
It's okay yeah. to get someone to help you out. You've got a money. You can afford it. Someone else is probably worried they're not gonna they're gonna lose their job in COVID. You could give someone a job. Get them COVID tested. Put them in the house, Kelly. Right. Right. She was doing it all, I think that's, and she got resentful that he wasn't probably taking the dogs out and picking up the poo. Yeah, and that's so you know? easy, that's so easy to do in a relationship, you know, like, and, and, and Gilby and I have been through that, you know, with working as much as I, um, as, as much as I work and then, you know, the, the house and, and, and cooking and cleaning and I'm, you know, very much. But, they, but, but are you, you, are you Jewish or Italian? What are you? What, I'm Israeli. I'm Jewish. Okay. So you're Jewish like me. So we were yeah. trained. I knew you. I knew we were Jewish. trained that so way. So we trained yeah. to be. So I <laughs> lost, I got to the place in every one of my relationships where I cooked, like my, my fiance before this last one was kosher. And worth and and conservadox oh, and lives in the boy. valley. So oh, I boy. had a big family, you know, mm-hmm. extended family on his side, and I had a kosher. And my oh, grandparents wow. were kosher, and I was like, I am not doing this, but I did it for him. <laughs> and yeah. and you know, I wanted to be the woman he loved to marry, so I did all things. And then he proposed five years later. It took him five fucking years. I was miserable in in those three last years because I got my TV show. Um, so I focused on work and I didn't focus on him. I hated the sex. We were really good friends, but the worst part about the whole thing, the worst part is that, um, I, he was a little, it was a day too late, you know? And I realized Mm -hmm. this isn't enough for me because I was doing it all. And who said you could be, I'm every woman and fried up in a pan. Right. I I was like, why am I doing it all? (laughs) Yeah. Where did I get this from? It was my mother. Exactly. Quote unquote be indispensable and they will never leave you says my mother <laughs> well you know my mother was the opposite my, <laughs> my <laughs> but, but this is a woman that's been married several times uh, five um, mine was three three, oh, three. <laughs> so my mother was the opposite she said to me actually the best uh, piece of advice she ever gave me is you're too competent you said that. Oh my God. Wait, where was I watching this? Oh my God. I, like the best story. The best story. So I went to the UK <laughs> and I met the, I met the richest woman in England. Richest. Her husband is best friends with Prince Charles. She uh-huh. was stunning. 52 years old, a barrister, a lawyer, a judge. Whoa. Dropped it fucking gorgeous. My friend's best friend. She said, Patty, she wants to meet you. She needs some day coaching. I sit I down. With her. She, she is funny as shit rich as shit her mother is upscale british and we're talking downton abbey shit this is what yeah. it's like okay <laughs> i made friends with her i'm like when can i go visit downton abbey you know i was like or she had a villa in france okay so oh my god this is such a good story this is happening all over england what i'm about to tell you so when um they no longer had to when they don't have visas brexit's going to change it all the russians and all the czechoslovakians and all the foreigners come to um, UK, including the Muslims, they get jobs there. And these women are the hottest fucking women you have ever seen in the earth. I mean, they were on every street corner in America and UK. Her husband's rich. They have two kids. She's busy. She's busy. He travels all over. He's in real estate, something like that. And there's a knock at the door. There's a drop dead gorgeous 20 something woman with two kids. And she says, these, I am so-and-so Slavonia. And these are my two kids no. and they're your husband's two kids. Your husband's been having a secret relationship with me for 15 years. Oh, for fuck's sake. Wait, wait, wait. It gets better. It gets better. Now <laughs> you know a few of she, those, Daniela. Oh, yeah. So now she's a, she's a lawyer. 
she could fucking take this man down, right? So this is crazy. So she's like going, she didn't know what to do. First, they went to therapy. Why'd you do this? Why'd you do this? Blah, blah, blah. She has to know the why. When you get cheated on, the first rule of thumb is you got to know the why to free you. So if it's, you're too fat, you're too, you're too skinny, you're too mean, you're too this, you got to know. And usually what the person thinks of you is inaccurate. And then you can free yourself. I do, I do, like I had a serious radio show for years and I used to, everything was to be about cheating. So she had to figure out the why. So when she finds out the why is that he's perverted and just likes young women. And this is not going to be the only woman he does this to, by the way, FYI. You know, he's right. sickly. He's a sickie, right? So she divorces him. And they, in the process, she loses the villa in France. And her mother walks over to her with a cigarette, British pompous, and says, you know what your problem is? You're just too competent. That's why he left you. <laughs> and when you said that, I went, oh, my God. And she, and she goes, and if you weren't competent, we'd still have the villa. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Can you oh imagine? Yeah. Can, and I told her to write a book. I said, oh my God, you have to write this book. So wait, so now 10 years go by, blah, 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 drinks fine. He's still with the woman. He goes back and forth because he's always traveling. Another knock comes on the door. Same story. He did it again. Wow. And she's like, not my problem. I'm not married to him. Go to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong door. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what my, my mom used to say that to me. She's like, you can't be too competent because it's a two-edged sword. You know, you, you, you're doing too much and you're going to resent him and he needs to feel needed. And okay. You, but here, but, but, Danie- but Daniela, like if Kelly's doing the show, he's the manager that, you know, that probably arranged it. Okay. And she's got four kids and she's cooking, cleaning and taking the dogs. Let's right. use her as an example. And this is the girl that said our, our relationship is solid right before quarantine. Cause every night we have sex and it's great. She said that on the show. So people mm-hmm. were like in shock when she announced it. Okay. And I mean, and by the way, Kelly, I'm not putting you down. I'm saying how much I love you. You know, I've been to your concerts. I think you're fucking awesome. Okay. I would say to her, you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. What is there for him to do? Right. So now if she's bitching at him, he didn't take the garbage out. He didn't go grocery shopping. He mm-hmm. didn't walk the dogs. You're in a place where this has become too much. So you're poor. You have no choice to do that, right? You got to sit down and make your chores list, as I like to say. And there are blue mm-hmm. chores and pink chores, right? Right? Blue chores are, I'm going to move the garbage cans on Monday and delete the garbage out. I'm going to put the garbage in. Like, you know, men lift shit, right? So right. They're, And then there are pink <laughs> chores where I'm going to make the dinner. But maybe right. we both grocery shop. And maybe I, like I had a rule, I make the dinner, you do the dishes, put them in the dishwasher. Like right. I do that, right? Okay. But in this case, she's rich. So to siphon the blow, I would have had someone help us. Yeah. Because, you know, and I, don't know she, and I don't know if she did have anyone, but she acted like she did. She said she was doing cooking and cleaning and everything. She said that. So I would have someone help me and I would dig in deep. And if he just became a lazy Abe, which I see lazy lions all over the city and they're female lazy lions, which means they become men to female lazy lions, which is even worse than a male lazy lion. Okay. They don't lift a finger. Mm-hmm. You're now resentful. You right. went into the resentful. But now you're like, I don't want to be with him ever. What's the point of him? I could do better. Mm-hmm. She got to that place and she snapped and she right. filed for divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, he's got to look at himself and go, why did this happen? I think mm-hmm. that uh, lazy men are such a turnoff. So- they don't know that. They don't know that. Yeah. They're taught, they don't. They're, they're taught yeah. as children. Okay. So my 
fiance, the one that's Jewish, his, he's first, he has firstborn Jewish uh, son syndrome and his mother <laughs> worshiped the ground that he walked on and, oh, and, boy. and made it like uh, he, he had grades that you would. My husband was isn't Jewish, but his mother had the same problem. Right. And like <laughs> Greek women do it, Italian mothers do it, they all do it. So yeah. I, he, he had great grades and he was in the band and played the flute and he could have gone to any college in the United States, like Harvard, he could have gone to, and they could afford it. And she said, no, I don't want you to leave. I just need you to go to Northridge. And then if you want to go to Santa Barbara later, maybe, but I just can't. That was, the, and then he became this feminine energy male that mm. never hit it to quit it because, you know, she wanted him to be a lawyer and a doctor. And I said, well, you didn't push him. You didn't push him, you know, and he was bright enough to be either or. Mm-hmm. And it was because she had to have him. If, if the light bulb broke in the house, she didn't ask her husband. She asked her son, I need you to come over at two o'clock in the morning and fix the light bulb. You know, women can ruin their children in that way. So a lazy yeah. Abe, mm-hmm. lazy Abes are taught do the least amount of work for the most biggest reward. Mm-hmm. And they've, and they've been taught this since childhood. It mm. comes from childhood. It doesn't, because if you look at the Cuomos, we're going to look at the Cuomos, okay? Because I like the, way the, <laughs> the father, like the way the father worked the family. Everyone worked. Everyone went to a good school. He said his number one, his, Governor Cuomo, um, Mario, I'm talking about Mario. His number one thing was take responsibility, take responsibility, do the right thing. He trained those kids. You're not getting this. You're not, I'm not getting you fancy this. You're not going to fancy. So they all, look how successful they all became. They all had to rely on themselves. All of them. The, the sister's a doctor. The other one's a lawyer. Maria's married, is creative and married to Kenneth Call. I mean, look at that family. Like you've got to look at families where why are these people so successful? You know, you could take the Kennedys too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's another way of looking. They certainly have enough kids to use. Look at them all. They're on politics. They all went to law school. So I'm just using examples of that. And right. it's like, if you tell your child, guess what? Do the least amount of thing for the least amount of reward. And probably the parents did that. Mm-hmm. The parents probably did the least amount of thing for the least amount, for the biggest reward, you know, and said, that's, that's, this is the, what, this is the, the calling card to life. They're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Just like if one girl sleeps with them on the first date, they expect everybody else to. And they get mad if you don't. I heard a story what is, about What is the proper time, do you think? Do you think there's a proper, how long should you wait? Okay, so in the book, in my book, in Become, in Become Your Own Matchmaker, in the Boy, book. Boy, if God help me, I'm ever single because I am so out of the loop. <laughs> but in, in, Become, in Become Your Own Matchmaker, the number one rule is, are you ready? When mm-hmm. the guy tries to have sex with you, so if he's rich, he's taking away on vacation pre-COVID, right? Pat Poco-COVID or pre-COVID. Okay. And he wants to, and he says like, oh, let's go away on vacation. I'm going to take you to Palm Springs. We're going to go to fucking Fiji. We're going to have a great time. And you're going to be like, I just met you. Maybe we've dated three times. And now you're like, you have to have the room conversation. Well, I don't know you well enough to stay in the same room with you, but I would love to go. And I feel chemistry for you and I like you, but you know, I'm just not the type of girl that has sex unless I'm an exclusive committed relationship. You stop. You do not say another word. It's in the sober light of day, not while his hands are down your pants. Okay. And you (laughs) wait, you wait for the reaction. And then the reaction will come one of two ways. Well, I'm just, you know, I got to try the merchandise before I, you know, buy the car. Then he's not your guy. If he says, of course we're exclusive, why would you think we're not? Because you can't assume exclusivity. You have to verbally say it. And he has to verbally agree. That's the contract. Mm. And, and then now you're in an exclusive relationship. So it's going to go one or two ways. 
he's going to either say, oh, my God, I don't know. I don't even know if we get along sexually. Or he's going to say, of course, I don't want any other man, you know, dating you or sleeping with you. Are you sleeping with anyone? You're going to have a conversation. But all the words, the exact words that you will use are in the book. You don't even need, you could just rip it out and memorize it. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You don't need to worry about, and the, and it's, and it's hard to do that. You know, it's hard. You get nervous when you're in your twenties, you know, you can't do it when you're in your thirties, you can do it. And as you get older, it gets a lot easier. Once you've done it once and gotten monogamy, you know, no sex before monogamy. Okay. You will do it over and over again and you'll never do anything again. Now there are times when you're in your fifties, like your friends <laughs> who and I've been there. I've been there. I made a big mistake. I was madly in love with an Italian firefighter in New York. He was the cover of 9-11 uh, magazine. We got stuck in a snowstorm at Trump Tower while I was on press for Bravo. I was <laughs> co-hosting The View. It was Valentine's Day. First Holy date, shit. drank too much, you know, slept with him, got into the bathtub. I'd broken all my rules. And six months later, he cheated on me. So yes, uh-huh. it, it had, but we were long distance and I was so cool. You wouldn't believe how cool I was. We hadn't seen each other that much. So I said, you know, just fucking hop on a plane. So you slept with the teacher of your father, of your daughter's school. Big deal. Hop on the plane. You're not exclusive. He says, no, I don't even love her. I go, I right, hop on the plane. He goes, no, I can't. I talked to my brother and I talked to my priest. He's Catholic. And he's like, and they said, I can't do that to you. And I'm like, I'm, a, I'm saying you can do it to me. We don't even know if we're going to get along, but he didn't do it. Um, hello, Steve. <laughs> um, Steve from Staten Island. But anyway, um, you know, you basically realize the older you get, but when you get into your fifties and your friends just want to have fun, 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 that isn't a relationship. Right. That's cleaning your pipes out. So we have to clarify a relationship is monogamous, just like a marriage. Okay. One of the two things you want to get married, you can't give a guy more than a year even in COVID, and you can't give a guy, uh, you know, give it up for a song on the first date and expect a different result. Yes. If you watch uh, He's Just Not That Into You, the movie, there are exceptions mm-hmm. to every rule, okay? But one out of a million. Most times guys go, you slap with me on the first date and the worst date and the worst fight of your life. And you go, but you did too. He goes, yeah, but I'm a man. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you don't want to have that. So you, wanna, you want him to, look, the longer you make him wait, the more you get used to him comfortably wise. It's going to be better sex because you're going to feel more relaxed. The second thing is you are going to know he takes you seriously. You're going to know his habits, where he is at all times, his consistency on calling. You don't know anything about someone. You'd rather, you know, I tell people you spend more time getting a car and a mortgage than you do putting it in. Totally. So why would you risk (laughs) it? And right. now with COVID, you have to be extra careful. Yep. That, so, yeah. But also it's the silver lining of COVID is you can get to know somebody before you, you know. And by the way, anybody who thinks they can't get engaged with COVID is wrong. Um, uh, you know, uh, Courtney Kerr, who is on Bravo's um, Single in Dallas show, she got engaged in COVID to her, her boyfriend and they, she moved in with him this last couple of weeks. So there are plenty of websites, Blue Nile, Tiffany, they all sell online. I can find yeah. a jeweler. I don't want to yeah. hear your story. And if you think you can't get married, as, as uh, Andrew Cuomo says, you think again, because everyone's doing the judge video chat way where the yeah. judge can marry you, you know, via video. So enough with your stories. Okay. There's ways around <laughs> everything. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah. Patty, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my God. We love Thank having you. you. Um, yeah. Can we ask you um, to do us um, one favor? Uh, 
Barb has a segment called Barb's Bag of Tricks, and we always like to know what your favorite beauty product is or something oh, sure. you can't live without. Okay. okay, I could do it right now. Sure, no problem. Yeah. What Let's is it? Um, my favorite new beauty product right now is Sunday Riley's uh, scalp uh, um, scrub. It oh. is oh. Amazing, it's brand new. It mm-hmm. has lactic acid in it. I'm telling you, it is a game effing changer. I My hair is getting thin. Um, I have Hashimoto's, which is a thyroid issue, so I have always worries about my hair. And I took my extensions out in um, COVID. So it was one of those things where I like, oh my God, my hair is so thin. It's so light. The, and I wanted to clean out the scalp so that the hair follicles could grow thicker. So this does that. It'll make your hair thicker. It'll clean that scalp out of all the impurities. It is a game changer. I, and I'm a hair freak person with every product out there. That's okay. a great product. Thank you so much, Patty Stanger, for no being on, on Honest AF. Anybody listening, if you have any questions or comments, please hit us up on our socials, Honest AF uh, Show. So- on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and honestafshow.com on our website. And please follow Patty. Patty, what is your um, Instagram handle? It's Patty with an I, Stanger. Um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. But I'm, you know, mostly on Instagram and Twitter, I'd say. You know? Okay. I'm a, I'm, I said Twitter is like road rage, and YouTube, <laughs> YouTube is therapy. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much for doing the show. Thank Everybody. You, Everybody oh my God, stay safe. So I so appreciate me, you letting me be on. Oh, we loved having you. Stay safe, everyone. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. We um, obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.